0: Welcome to Inner Peace with Dr. Reese, a program that can help you become liberated in the modern world. Now, here's your host, Dr. Kevin W. Reese. Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode. And uh, if you're looking for the protocol of the Inner Peace Practice, you can find that on episode 1 through 12 those are the discourses but now you know i'm talking to interesting people and hashing out interesting topics today i have my buddy phil with me and uh phil i want to talk to you about women
1: okay thanks (laughs) for having me on i want
0: to talk to you about relationships okay you know why why because you uh, you probably have more experience in it than i do okay and if we're gonna talk about how to find inner peace in a relationship, I figured I'd bring on someone who's sort of been around.
1: <laughs> oh, okay. Put me out there. I got you. <laughs> no, but, but I mean
0: um you're uh you're you're in your early thirties?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I just turned thirty one, yeah.
0: Okay. So as long as I've known you, which is close to ten years. Yep. You uh you, a little you, bit under, but yeah. yeah about you, that well hand. you've you've you you've had some relationships so sure. I haven't had as many, so I wanted to get a perspective from a male who, you know, had relationships in this social media era. Mm-hmm. You see, when I was in my 20s, yeah, social media wasn't a big thing. We were still on AOL Instant Messenger.
1: That's right. You didn't even have MySpace. Not even Tom talking to you.
0: No, we had not even time. Tom was like towards like 06, yep. 07, yep. you know. By the time 2010, 2011 hit, you know, Facebook was a thing. Twitter was a thing, you know, and then Instagram a few years later. Uh, Social media is, it's a paradigm shift. Absolutely. For all of society, for everything. How has social media impacted your relationships?
1: Well, I mean, I would say the first thing is, you know, in terms of jealousy. Yeah. You know, automatically... You know, it creates more problems. It opens more, you know, wormhole or you know, can of worms in terms of the sense that you know, you know, I've had literal fights in a relationship where it's like, why is she writing that on your on your <laughs> status, or like, why does why does this girl liking that, or like, you can't be friends with this girl because uh-huh. you have history or something like that, and you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of jealousy that could be formed from it.
0: That disrupts peace, does it not?
1: Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, it's you know, it's almost like more money, more problems, more more you know more media more social media more being out there more access to other people creates more problems in a relationship yeah because there's more a temptation and b jealousy Mm. you know
0: you just said a key word temptation absolutely because you you could be in a relationship right Mm -hmm. and then the girl you always had your eye on slips into your dms Mm -hmm. now what
1: right (laughs) right Right or vice versa, you see, you know, you you see something that they post or you know a status or whatever, and you feel yeah. the temptation to comment or to to leave a message, and then if they reply or even if they don't reply, you already took that step to.
0: And we we can flirt with emojis now. Oh yeah, the wink,
1: big time, the horn. Some of the best flirting is done with emojis. <laughs> <laughs> no <Nowhere> worries necessary.
0: <laughs> this is the era we're living in. Yeah. So, um. I think social media brings out it heightens our ego Mm -hmm. and it also heightens our insecurities so what you're talking about is is insecurity um uh so if if a woman sees you commenting or oh my gosh just um your your page your social media can be lurked is the term lurk right lurking
1: oh yeah lurked on oh yeah that's that's a big thing everybody does nobody nobody says they'll do it right nobody says that they do it but Always, people are creeping. I mean, usually it's like creeping, Facebook creeping on somebody's page or right. something, going through, looking through who they talk to, what they do, yeah, trying to figure things out.
0: You could, you can literally stalk somebody. Like oh, yeah. you, you can, you can go deep. You can go down someone's personal rabbit hole if they're if they've been posting for five, six, seven to ten years. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You can, you could spend days oh, going yeah. down.
1: It's funny, I mean I work in human resources and you'll interview people, but sometimes just me if I can if I get their name and I go on their social media because companies do look at it do look at it, they'll look you up, you can get a good sense, a good vibe of who somebody is mm. just by going through their news feed or their feed or whatever, just from what they post.
0: And we live now in what I call the diary era
1: mm-hmm.
0: where everybody's ego is attached to social media and so they post everything. Yeah. They post everything. I went to the grocery store and mm-hmm. this happened. Or, you know, my, my my daughter, this happened to my daughter uh, in school. And, one of my pet peeves. And and <sighs> people just, they, what they used to write in their diary, right. they now post on, on the gram or yeah. or Facebook.
1: Yeah, and it's all for attention. It's all for attention because, I mean, when you have like... A, this and they don't even know it. It's no. like subliminal. Yeah, it's almost subliminal. I mean, some people know it. They're doing it for attention because they're not getting it at home or, you know, there's a void or a lack somewhere else. And so they... Seek it out, um, you know, or like they'll be like, oh, I'm sad, or whatever. So people be like, oh, what's wrong, you know, and so they, right. they feel better. But, you know, it's almost like your own personal little channel. Um, and right. so you get to broadcast whatever you want. And some people, if they don't, you know, if they're not fulfilled in other ways, they'll go seeking it on social media, which you know, won't give you the same. Obviously, you it's know, like benefit. It's,
0: it's like we're all a star in the real world. Mm-hmm. Remember that show on MTV? Oh yeah, I
1: love the real world. It's like <laughs> I did love the real
0: we're, world. We're all we're all a star in the real world. Oh yeah, and we we just we we put out what we want to portray, and some people do the whole woe is me. They want to complain, you know, mm-hmm. things like this. Uh, how turned off are you if you meet a girl, and then you want to see what's up? Just like an employer would, mm-hmm. you find her on social media, you go down her little social yeah. media rabbit hole, and then you make a judgment based off of what she's been posted for the last year or so.
1: No, I mean, there's, you know, it's, it's, there's two sides of the coin because there's obviously the negative aspect of it, but there's also, I mean, you can kind of like filter out people because there's been people where, oh, she's like this. I've seen people like this before, you know, in terms of like with this attitude. You know, I'm not interested or I'm not. But also, you may be, you know, cutting her, you know, short before you even really get to know her. Mm. You know, you may be making an assumption where that's not who she is anymore or that's not what she's about. Right. But, uh, no, I mean, you definitely, I mean, social media is definitely mm. something where it, it's a factor because it's almost a component of the person. You know, you have your job, your career, whatever, you know, your, your family. And then also there's the social media. Who is this person on social media? I recently met a, a girl who's a, uh, a model. Mm. and she has you know a ton of followers on Instagram and she was telling me how she was in a relationship with somebody and that person cut her off because she had too many too much of a social media presence and he didn't want to deal with it Mm. he said you're too much of a personality you're too out there I, I don't think I can handle that and it's goes back to the insecurity because he knew that she has like you know half a million followers whatever and that you know all the dudes once she posts photos gonna be talking to her signing the DMs whatever mm-hmm. it is and mm-hmm. he didn't want to deal with that you know in the back of his mind mm. so I mean it's a real thing it's you know it can seriously you know make people turn other people down
0: is that because he's insecure I mean or is he that confident he's like I'll go find another girl
1: I'm I mean you could look at it either way I mean I think that well. If you're going to be, I feel like if you're going to be with somebody attractive, period, you know, it's going to be, uh, if you, if she's a model, you know, she's attractive, like no matter what, you know, guys are going to try to, you know, she's attractive. She, guys are going to, tr- even if she, they find out that she has a boyfriend, they're still going to shoot their shot mm-hmm. as we say, but that, that goes with the territory there. But I mean, I do think that it doesn't help, right? It doesn't help when you know that, okay, not only is her walking down the street, she's going to get approached by guys, but now on her phone, in her pocket at any moment of the day. Is she, are you going to have perhaps competition right you know so i mean it, it you know once again it makes everything more complicated it's just something that complicates life in that regard
0: so how do you how do you find inner peace in while you're in a relationship because isn't it a thing isn't it sort of a power struggle someone's got to be in charge Someone's got to make it can't be 50-50, can it?
1: Uh, I mean it's never really 50-50, I don't think. I mean certain things there's, you know, I mean I feel like there's always should be a good balance. I mean it can't be completely equal, but I feel like it should be more egalitarian. Like people talk about equality, it should be equal 50-50, but I feel like it's more egalitarian. Like, you know, you're good at this or you do this well, so you're in charge of this, you know what I mean? Like when, you know, last relationship I was in, hate doing dishes. Hate doing dishes. Hate folding clothes. But all the yard work, all the other stuff, I'm on it. Like I'm, I'm that guy. I like doing that, or you know, I'll take care of that, or even like mopping the floor, or whatever. That's fine. That's cool to me. Um, but so you know, she was, she didn't have a problem with that. So she wash dishes, she fold clothes, she do whatever around the house, and then you know, I do the other stuff. So you kind of sure. like come together, meet in the middle, and you know, you know, um, create your own little community. Right I, right.
0: I get that, but what about decisions? That's a different thing.
1: Ah, well, yeah, that's tough. It, I mean. It's
0: like you know, if if you're in a business and it's just you and one business partner. You know who breaks the tie you know
1: sure sure i mean i mean really that's when you have to know your partner i think and it's very much uh, comes to like understanding because i feel like understanding at the end of the day understanding is love you know you have to understand the other person even their faults their shortcomings and when they mess up and um i feel that once you really understand and know the other person you can really kind of you you somebody's you know not every single time it's gonna be me or her or whatever but you know she may say hey i want you know this decision i want this and okay all mm-hmm. right. right or you know and it comes from kind of knowing the person and that's that's one thing about that relationships that's very tough is that there is no one rule or there is no rule that encompasses all mm. each relationship is unique each person is unique each combination of people and personalities is unique so you kind of have to find what works for you in your relationship i feel or what you're comfortable with and obviously there's there's gonna be conflict no matter what, because that's, we're human beings, we're imperfect, that's just, that's life. But you just gotta know how to manage the conflict, and I feel like that's very important.
0: Okay. That's a good segue to my next topic. Is marriage, are relationships natural? How so? Is it a natural thing? Like going to the bathroom is a natural thing, mm-hmm. or, you know, being hungry is a natural thing. Mm hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Um is a relationship between man and woman is it natural.
1: Is it natural?
0: Going as far as being with that person for years and years and years, whether you tied a knot or not.
1: Well, you know, I think that the is monogamy
0: natural, I guess is what I'm saying.
1: <laughs> um well I think that I think the desire for inside of human beings for connection is natural yeah. just like you gotta go to the bathroom you gotta eat we all wanna feel connected sure. we all wanna feel a connection with somebody and we wanna feel love that somebody cares about us we care about somebody that sort of connection now obviously that can happen with family but when you're in a relationship or when, when you're you know exploring romantic partners whatever it may be I mean it may be stronger for women cause women usually you know are more drawn to the relationship and the monogamy and, you know, attraction where guys may want to fool around for a while. and But usually, guys are humans too, so they get to a point where they get tired of it or burnt out or what have you. Some don't, but, you know, a lot do. And you want to have feel some sort of connection with somebody. Now, whether that's under the, you know, institution of marriage or relationship, I do think there are a lot of positives that come from a relationship uh, I can't speak to marriages. I've never been married, but I think uh, you know there's a lot of positives that come from having that connection with another person, and also working with another person. Because once again, a relationship's not easy, and you have to build it almost like a house. Building a house isn't easy. You got to put that thing, you know, brick by brick, whatever it may be, and you know it can be a struggle. There may be setbacks or whatever, but at the end, when you finally build a house, you step back, you look at it, and you're like, wow, we did that. That's that's awesome. Okay. That's great.
0: But you know, is is urinating. A lot of work
1: no no okay
0: well so it, <laughs> so is it because marriage is a lot of work well, you
1: could say eating is a lot a lot of work though I mean nowadays it's not but back <laughs> back in the day when it was hunter-gathering it was a lot of work
0: I suppose
1: to eat or drink you had to really you know that's all you could focus on during the day is how am I gonna survive right right so I mean it's kind of the same thing but I feel like emotionally where you know you have to have some sort of you know Something that uh, this is, that gives you some emotional sustenance.
0: Well, you said something interesting about some men get bored. Mm-hmm. That seems very natural. It seems, this is just an observation, mm-hmm. that women are more geared towards finding a man and being with that man for mm-hmm. the rest of their lives, whereas men, it seems more natural to... Um, to to go so <laughs> sow, around, sow, yeah, sow go their around. oats in different areas. Yeah, sure. And I'm, and there are no animals that stick around. There are no male animals that stick around. And if there right. are, it's only a few species. Right. I think penguins is one of them.
1: Penguins, yeah. I think seahorses. <laughs> seahorses. Seahorses the, the the woman lays the eggs on the male's chest and he gives birth. It's crazy. Okay. Seahorses are great. they come from a different planet, man. They they're crazy. Okay, all right. Um <laughs> But I mean, I feel like it's evolutionary. I mean, dogs, I mean, I mean, dogs, I mean, the women sleep around with dogs till they go around too, you know? Um, But I think, I feel like it's evolutionary just the way that it is because when you think about it, a man has how many, how many sperm, right? Mm -hmm. If, if as a man, how many women could you impregnate in one day? Just think about it. If, if they let you You get like five, six. Yeah, probably. Right. Right. A woman, you get pregnant. What? One time. That's it. That's it. That's it. Once you get pregnant, it's done. You're stuck. 9 hmm. months and then you got to have the baby and then you got to worry about what am I going to do with this new person? This new yeah. this new organism.
0: Sure. Sure. That that's why a lot of a lot of um uh women have uh kids that are 2 years apart.
1: Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah.
0: There's there's that leeway there. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: But I feel like, you know, the because you know, people think that evolution doesn't have effect, uh, you know, an effect on your mentality, but human beings were we're animals, so um, you know, a woman her big thing is that you know if i'm going to allow somebody to enter and then i'm going to get pregnant by this person it better be a good quality person right. it better be a good dude that's why they're always looking for a good man somebody you know that's of high character high quality that's why women are usually attracted to not necessarily looks i mean that's intriguing to them but like they're attracted to high character high status things it's also why they like men with resources men with money or things of that nature because they know that they're going to be taken care of their offsprings going to be taken care of and they're going to have resources sustained for time. It's they don't even know that it's there, but it's something subconscious inside of you that's been built evolutionarily because I mean evolution's been going on for, you know, millions of years. But it
0: but if 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 a if a man gets married and he quote unquote air quotes cheats, mm-hmm. uh is that natural?
1: I mean I think it is natural only because I mean I'm not trying to condone it, but I feel like and I don't want to sound like there's a double standard, but there is. There honestly is, because for a man, it's different. Because a man, once again, a man is like Johnny Appleseed, just going out on the on the countryside, right. trying to. He's got a bunch of seeds. He's just trying to look for the nicest plots of land to sow his seeds. That's all he cares about. <laughs> right, right. And the funny thing to me is that with sex, many times, you know, for a woman. She wants to get to know the guy first, see if he's a cool guy, see if he's somebody worth investing in. Then she wants to have sex or make love to him, right? right. Guys a different way. Guy, he wants he sees you're attractive, he wants to make love to you, have sex with you. Then he'll, if if you're cool and he likes talking to you, then <laughs> right. he'll stick around. Right, right. You right. know, it's totally backwards, totally inverted. Well, I once
0: heard somebody say, if if you're gonna be in love, if you're gonna find, if a man is gonna find a partner for a long period of time or forever, yeah, he has to he has to be able to like her when he's not horny.
1: Yes, absolutely. And that's the
0: one, <laughs> that's the one like credential mm-hmm. because when, when he uh, has sex on the mind, his natural instinct is to
1: yeah hump. Yeah, basically. I mean, I mean, men are very visual because I mean, think about it for a woman. I mean, they, the other saying that they say is that, you know, men get turned on like light switches, women like volume knobs. Right, right. And it's very true. A woman takes some time. You got to like warm the oven as they say. You got to, it's a gradual process. It's slow. You have to, you know, earn not it. For all, buddy. Not for all. Not for all. No, There's exceptions. Once again, there's exceptions to every rule. Yeah. There's exceptions to every rule. But, you know, for the most the time, it's not going to be instant. A guy, you see an attractive woman or you see some some nice, you know, boobs, whatever it may be, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, a nice figure of a woman. It may, immediately, you start thinking of sex.
0: But, it, all right, let's go back to being in a relationship. So, let's say that happens. Mm-hmm. And, you know, man and woman are at the mall, and the guy is, the woman catches her man staring at another girl. This makes her insecure, Mm -hmm. more than likely. Mm -hmm. Uh, Is it right for her to get mad?
1: Uh, (laughs) I mean, as a guy, I would like to say no, but, like, I think, I mean... It's tough. <laughs> it's tough because I feel like she, you know, as a partner, she does have a right to, you know, obviously anybody as human beings, you know, you're gonna feel like, Oh, I'm your partner, why are you looking at another person? Disrespect. But at the same time it's just looking and I feel as though if you understand men a little bit more that obviously they're very visually oriented and sex is something that's you know, obviously very Okay, very powerful to them.
0: So you're saying it's basically all right to look, but is it alright to flirt?
1: well that's when it gets to disrespectful territory i mean once again everybody flirts and i don't think it's wrong like you know i've been in relationships where you know my girlfriend flirted or whatever with somebody else or whatever but like it's really about actions and stuff like that and it depends on the level if if the she's flirting or you're you're flirting and then you're taking it to another level where you're like asking questions and want to know about the person and showing interest and you know taking advances then that's not okay but a little playful flirting or you know you're at work you have a co-worker you flirt a little bit because you know whatever you, well you, you see them all the time you yeah know. well you, ju- you just be said, harmless yeah
0: you just said a key word playfulness and and to me that's part of inner peace that's part of being like childlikeness mm-hmm. that playfulness yeah that you know you know the, the the eight-year-old you know having a crush on the eight-year-old girl across the classroom, you know what I mean? Passing mm-hmm. a note, mm-hmm. and things like this, and um, it's natural. It's very natural. It's natural. And so, if if you have a spouse who, or or a partner, partner, I guess is the word now, if you have a partner who absolutely frowns on that because they're so insecure, mm. uh, this can cause some serious disruptions of peace. Absolutely. Right. Because mm-hmm. then she comes at him, and he's like, "Well, I didn't do anything. Right? Yeah, I didn't touch yeah. her. I didn't kiss her. I didn't do anything. I just made a joke." said she had nice eyes whatever you know mm-hmm. and uh once these conflicts happen <laughs> then you both go out to a party or something to the that effect mm-hmm. and then the guy runs into a girl that he knows maybe at the job or something and he's talking and in the back of his mind, he's saying, oh, man, my girl is looking at us yeah. probably, yeah. and she's probably going to, oh, she's going to chew my ear off. And mm-hmm. it's, you know, my, my sigh into this microphone is the language I'm looking for for that situation.
1: <laughs> <sighs> yeah.
0: Exhausting.
1: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I
0: had a jealous girl for once, so I'm pulling off of experience. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Is that exhausting?
1: Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, when you have any significant other that's that's insecure, it's, I mean.
0: I was on the radio.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, that's even worse. <laughs> but once again, that's that's almost back to the social media thing. You're out there. You're in the public eye. You know you're going to have a lot of people approaching you. Right. So once again, that takes a partner. That takes knowledge of self as well because you're going to need a partner that is very, like, rock solid with theres you know, their security. now mm. there's no way to really know that until you're actually in the relationship with the person mm. but you can't control another person's insecurity or how they feel you can help them with it and i feel like you can have conversation with them talk with them and have you know clear communication hey i know you feel this way about certain things listen no you know i'm here just with you i know it may feel make you feel type of way and i understand why you feel that way and you know really show that you empathize but at the end of the day you can't control You know, you can't change another person's mind. You can't control their personality or who they are inside. And if they're insecure about those types of things, they're insecure about those types of things. And they got to work on that themselves. Now, is it it annoying? Yeah. I mean, it's very exhausting. And I feel like in that situation, if it becomes too much where you always have to be in the back of your mind, oh, my God, what is she going to think about this? What is she going to think about that? That's when it needs to be, you know, a thought of, is it worth it, really?
0: Right. And do you think that's a conversation that happens towards the beginning? yes you know date one date two day three somewhere in there where you're uh, where you're just like look I, i'm i come off as
1: well if she's already doing it playful. after date one day two day three then and i mean you also have to like because there's been times myself where i was in a relationship when i was younger you know like 22 23 where i was just you know more you know more irresponsible or just like you know less refined i would say less disciplined and that you know I was in a relationship and I did like my girlfriend or you know, love her or would have wanted to be with her but like, you see a girl you flirt with her or you talk to her or you look at her or you look a few times or you're at a party or whatever and she catches you a few times and mm-hmm. then she has a problem with it and you're like oh, what are you talking about but then after the fact now that I'm not in a relationship I look back and I was like yeah you know you know that's not really that. That was not really that great, that nice. Because I looked at that girl like two, three times. She called me after the first time. It should have been like, okay, dude, like relax. But like, if you do it two, three times, then obviously she's gonna know you got an attraction for right, her, right. and that you, you know, you 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 would hook up with her, or whatever you wouldn't if you weren't with this person. And so that's that's gonna bring some sort of negative feeling in the other person. So I feel like you also while flirting is harmless and it's playful and it's natural you also can't overdo it and if you're especially if you're with your significant other like in a public place you should like just you know stay away from that it can be restrictive but you know i feel like a relationship can sometimes be about sacrifice as well sure because you know you're you're coming together as a whole it's not all about me it's not about her so there's some things that i need to cut back that maybe i'd like to keep looking but she's right next to my girlfriend's right next to me let's Let's tone it down a bit. Let's you know have some respect. Let's you know let's let's think about her or her feelings or emotions and have some sort of you know knowledge of self.
0: Right. There's a lot that can disrupt peace. Mm-hmm, <laughs> um, mm-hmm. uh, one of the waves that's becoming more popular now is uh, people that are polynamorous. <laughs> yeah. And for those that don't know what that is, that's um, that's where you basically have one primary partner and then you have like a secondary partner and then the third partner kind of it's like recruiting you bring someone in and out but the primary partner is aware of the whole thing Mm -hmm. so it's almost like you're in a relationship but that person is giving you permission to go have two other partners
1: that's crazy man 2019 crazy
0: (laughs) (laughs) and so I met a girl uh, a few years ago who, who was polynamorous okay and she was recruiting me as her third Uh oh and so that's how I became familiar with it. Sure. And, you know, I was curious. So sure. I was asking mad questions, you know. I was yeah, like, yeah. really? For real? Like, so if we got serious, you'd introduce me to your primary? And she's like, yeah. It's a, you know, it was a girl. So she was, you know, she was bi. She was like, yeah, I'll introduce you to my girlfriend. And, you know, if she likes you, then you're in. It's like, oh, I'm in the club. Yeah, <laughs> for real. <laughs> but um, so more and more people are doing this. It's hmm. becoming quite popular. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I, I I suppose it's for so you know almost like a, a family type environment. It's um, mm-hmm. not quite the stereotypical um, uh, what's that religion?
1: Oh, Mormonism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. not
0: the stereotypical Mormonism, but it's, it's similar, I guess. And um, uh, from what I'm told, it's more peaceful mm-hmm. because everyone's on the same.
1: On the same same boat, same way, same page. But nobody gets jealous, though. That's my that would be my question. Like, if you're spending time more well, with if one you, person, if you, from or from what I'm told, know? if
0: you get jealous, then it's not for you. Go away. That's pretty huh. much the attitude. Huh? Yeah. Interesting. Very interesting. Interesting. And then and then there's there's um, man, I forgot his name. He was on Vlad TV once, though. He had mad. He calls them wives, mm-hmm. but they're not really wives. He signs contracts with them. Oh Just like agreement forms Okay And um, And they do business With each other And they have You know He's got his main House With his main mm-hmm. His primary And then he's got like Three other houses With three other women Okay and, and if they have kids From other marriages That comes in He takes care of them And it's like This thing where You know And he goes house to house He's created like a, a Little it, community he, a little, Pretty much
1: He's got like a condo village. I little. forgot his
0: name man brother something okay brother something but uh you know it just seems like if people are on the same page then then something like that could work oh yeah and but would it be more peaceful
1: i mean it goes back to understanding and knowing yourself if you're some people can't do that though there's some personality types and some people that just wouldn't be able to do that um just because of who they are they would get jealous or like even if they thought it would be cool they just get jealous. But I feel like if you're a person who's open-minded and you have that understanding with the other person, like this is what the deal is, mm-hmm. I mean, it's kind of all out there. you kind of entering into the contract or entering into the agreement. And then, you know, if it's not for you, it's not for you. But I mean, I feel like there's certainly a, a, a segment of the population that definitely works for Yeah. Without a doubt. Once I don't think it's, it could work for everybody.
0: I, th- I think what it comes down to, Phil, is whether you're, monogamous with one person or you have some of these other situations i think it just comes down to honesty Mm -hmm. you gotta be honest yeah you gotta you have to trust the other person
1: Mm -hmm. a lot of people aren't honest that's the big problem yeah big problem I, i find in relationships or just in my past experience both with myself and with other people is that they feel something or something happens or whatever and they feel it and they don't verbalize it they kind of hold it in and it you know it it materializes manifests in different forms in the relationship or different types of behavior and then one day you know at the end when it's already too late to fix it or whatever that's when it you know comes out in the open in some sort of argument or something like that right and you know, it's always the best thing, and even when it's hard, because the problem is people don't want to be honest because they don't want to let people down, they don't want to deal with the conflict, right. they don't want, you know, because conflict once again, it's uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable. It can disturb your peace or whatever. But it's one of those things where if it disturbs it now for the greater good later on for sustained peace over time, then that's that's what it needs to be. It needs to be out there. Honesty is really like the biggest thing, I think. Being like how you feel, this is how I feel, in communication, and in in my experience in a relationship, that's like the biggest thing because. If you communicate openly and you know exactly what page the other person's on, you can, you know, properly adjust or properly know what's up.
0: Right. Yeah, I, I don't think monogamy is natural. No? I think I think it's forced. Mm-hmm. Now, that doesn't mean that some relationships can't work. Mm-hmm. I talked to a couple the other day on, my, on one of these episodes, Paul and Susie, and they, they seem very happy. They've mm-hmm. been married for 20 years. They said the key is being best friends. Oh, yeah. And so I uh, I I I think it's a 50-50 thing.
1: Yeah. I mean, it is tough to expect a person to like just be with one person the whole time and not not feel any emotional want to bang anybody else to, to, <laughs> right. for lack of a better term. Right. But I mean, I do think you got to be best friends. You really got to have a, a yep. deep like dope like relationship in terms yep. of like your friendship because if you don't if you're just with that person for convenience, or just to have a person, or just because you like, you know, what they bring to you, or right. their, but, their sexuality is not going to work but out. We have
0: to get rid of these insecurities. Like, like think about friendships, mm-hmm. right? Let's say, let's say me and you are our best friends. We've known each other for thirty years, and then, you know, um, tomorrow I'm going out with my buddy Jay, mm-hmm. and and not you. Mm. Are you going to get jealous? I I don't think so. No. No. But if, if but if it was a, a guy-girl thing, maybe.
1: Because it would be perceived as a threat. And I mean, to a certain extent, I kind of get, I totally, I kind of empathize with girls to a large extent because guys lie. Guys are manipulators and they lie because they, you know, once again, they're after different women and stuff like that. So they'll tell you what you want to hear um, just to get what they want. And it may sound good. And if the guy is smooth, like you'll believe it. And women's emotions are very powerful. You know, they almost can get lost in them. Mm-hmm. Um because it's just I mean men have emotions too but like women you know they really you know dive deep into them you know what I mean and it's its just a more of like an engrossing thing for them um and so I get it you know you kind of feel that any woman would be a threat because you're just like oh guys are like this you know they have this reputation and just like you know they naturally want to you know have different women so like obviously this girl must be some other woman that he's interested in. I get that I totally get that but I mean, really, you just got to be open and, and communicate. And I mean, the, the, you know, if you're hanging out with somebody, I mean, once again, it's tough. It's just, you know, it's, 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 it's a situation that, you know, is person by person and the person really has to really know you. And I feel like you just got to build that that that, uh, that relationship in terms of a friendship. If you're going to go for the monogamous relationship, the person you're with, you got to know and you got to be very, you know, you got to be friends with that person. Like
0: A lot of people settle, too. Oh Jesus! Because we've been socially, oh Jesus! We've been socially engineered. Oh my goodness! We've been socially engineered, especially women. Um, just the other day, I was trying to do business with with a woman.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: She's um she was in her mid thirties. Anytime you meet a woman in her mid thirties, if she's not married, mm-hmm. with no kids, mm-hmm. oh she'll sink. She'll she'll come right after you. And <laughs> and, and I um, I'm talking business, man. I'm not no advancing no flirting no nothing and she's just like are you single oh god i'm like i am single i'm too young to get married
2: (laughs) i love it yeah
0: and um and 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 so when we had that conversation and i'm just like no i'm like you know you've been socially engineered Mm -hmm. you know since you were a little girl Mm -hmm. the big wedding Mm-hmm. The anniversaries, the holding hands. Think about how many movies this woman has seen since she was a little girl. Yeah. All the romantic comedies, mm-hmm. all the seeing her aunts and sisters. And it, it, our society dictates us yeah. to get married, have a wedding. Oh yeah! And this stirs the economy. Mm-hmm. You know how many how much money is in weddings, and oh, you know how goodness. much more money is in
1: divorce. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I mean, yeah, the wedding industry is crazy.
0: One of the craziest documentaries I've ever seen. Scary. This is scarier than any Exorcist movie, yeah. any Jaws movie, any any Halloween movie. Divorce, Inc.
1: Divorce, Inc.
0: Divorce, Inc. It might still be on Netflix. I'm not sure. Uh-huh. It's scary. Yeah. It's scary because oh, yeah. these courts... They don't care. Nah, man. They're ready to take the money. Mm-hmm. The lawyers, everyone's like in the back room like,
1: ha, <laughs> ha, Oh, it's an industry, man. It's capitalism. So they're going to be looking to to capitalize on everything, man. Oh,
0: my gosh.
1: I mean. Wow. No, it's it's, it's crazy. I mean, nobody, nobody gets married thinking, you know, with the intention to get divorced. But the problem is that a lot of people get married for the wrong reason because they feel like it's something that they need to check off of a list.
0: Social engineering. It's
1: social engineering. And I've always felt... You know because it's always bothered me because you know even me i have people with my family who'll be like oh when you getting married when you getting married because it's that very social you know i come from a you know immigrant family that's more traditional and stuff so you know they're all on me and now i'm in my my early 30s so now it's even more like when you're getting married when you're getting right. married or like you'll have people with more condescending type of, of approaches being like what are you gay or something wrong with you or something you know what i mean let if me you're te- not married by a certain time
0: let me tell you a story oh boy I used to get the same thing. Yeah. Okay. As soon as you hit thirty, people start asking. Yeah. So I hear you on that. Mm-hmm. I have a family member who has been married a very long time. She's old. Okay. You know, in her seventies or whatever. And uh she used to be leading the way. Yeah. When are you getting married, Kevin? Ba, 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 ba. For ten years I've been saying I'm too too young to get married. Yeah. That's always <laughs> my go to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm too young to get married. Even at forty, I'm too young. To get yeah, married. yeah, and um, recently in the last few years, she pulled me over to a side at a family event and said, "Don't get married." <laughs> <laughs> it's a. Yeah. She's like, "You're smart. Don't get married." Yeah, because your 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 freedom is taken away. Yeah, and you don't realize it you don't realize it. And again, I'm not discouraging people like it's 50-50. Yeah. If you find something good, go for it. And and you're 2, 3 years deep and you feel that this can work, mm-hmm. then go for it. Mm-hmm. Cool if your heart's in it. But in mo and, and the other 50% is you you have to get rid of your freedom to a certain extent. Yeah. And when the other person gets old, you have to take care of them mm-hmm. or vice versa. Um and so if you're healthy and your spouse isn't that's gonna be, that's taxing that's mm-hmm. that's going to disrupt your peace mm-hmm. i see that mm-hmm. firsthand in relationships i see this and um and your freedom is also taken away when you're younger you know you can't i have friends that are married right now and if i said hey come through
1: no nope.
0: no nope, they gotta ask yeah there's no you can't you can't just come through on a random Thursday night, like, Oh yeah, I'll be there in fifteen minutes. No.
1: Nope. Can't happen. It's <laughs> no. just it's illegal. <laughs> right, exactly. No, or 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 you could do it, but you're gonna you gonna have a rough time the rest of the week. Yeah, why didn't you tell me? Yeah. It's not worth the headache. Right. Yeah.
0: So you you're giving up freedom. Absolutely. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. And that's one of the reasons why I, I haven't
1: Oh yeah. I remember anything. people always told it's funny, people in my family always told me, like, Oh, don't get married in your twenties or like people told me, you know it's a long time. They would always say it's a long time to be married. It's a really long time to be with somebody else. And I always yeah. thought about that, like, no, nah, yeah, it's true. It is a long time to be with somebody else. If you get married in, you know, whatever, 24, 25, you know, then you're with that person to what, seventy five? Like, whoa, that's fifty years. That's I always, a long time. I
0: always recall George Clooney. He was he was he was one of the He's never been married, right? No, he's married now. Oh, he's married now. He just he, got married. He got married in his early fifties to a thirty yeah, five year old. Like Derek Jeter. Crush cheater, star cheater is another one. Yeah, right. So you date, you date, you date, you date, you date, and then when you get in your fifties or late forties, mid forties, you know, maybe you,
1: maybe you do it. I mean, maybe you do it. I mean, for me, for me, it's always been like the way I've always felt is that it. You know, I hate. I'm always somebody who kind of goes against the grain and just doesn't like doing things just to do them. I need like a good reason. And once again, many people look at marriage as like you know, it's almost like the, the, the life board game. You know, you go to school, you go to college, then you go, you get married, you get kids, and then boom, 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 whatever. You know what I mean? And for me, it's just like, yeah, I'll get married like if I find somebody worth it. You know what I mean? Like if I'm in a relationship, it's not a goal. It's not a goal. No, right. to me, it's always been like sort of something like kind of to the side. Like if it happens, great. If yeah. it doesn't happen, like I'm still gonna you know talk yeah. to different people and date and stuff, and like I'm not gonna be alone. You know what I mean? I'm not a bad-looking person. I know how to talk to people. Like, I'm going to be fine. Um, but, like, you know, it's just, like, why just to get married, just to get married, just to, because of a lot, the problem is that people care so much about what other people think. And that's such a big motivator for people It's other people's judgment, people that don't even know. And people that, like, you know, people in their family that, like, just they see twice a year at Thanksgiving or, like, some reunion or Christmas or whatever it may be. And it's like that person doesn't have to wake up every morning and look at themselves, look at you in the mirror and like live your life. You know, I was in a relationship for, you know, a few years that I was probably in it like a year and a half too long. Right. And I kind of felt that like it was, we were distancing, we weren't getting along, and it was ending. But part of me didn't want to let go because I didn't want to be alone, and I didn't want to come back home to, to my mm-hmm. family and just be like, oh, you know, mm-hmm. I'm single again, and have them ask questions or have to go through that whole this is a, song and dance again.
0: This is a segue to a word that has brought up a lot, a lot in spirituality, certainly on this podcast, it's attachment. Mm-hmm. When we attach to things, we attach to material things, whether it's a car, house a goal Mm -hmm. or a person yeah and sometimes we attach to the idea personally anytime in my 20s teenage years and 20s when i was more active on the scene so to speak Mm -hmm. if i found a beautiful one and she gave me just a little bit time a day i went hard yeah to lock that down Mm. because it was a trophy
1: Okay, yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, you want to you
0: want to walk in the party with the hot chick. With a hot girl. chick. Yeah, absolutely. Right. And so that got me in trouble a whole bunch of times. And that's look in hindsight, I know that's attachment. Yeah. That's attachment. Mm-hmm. When I met my spiritual mentor many years later, we had a talk about that. And he was just like, "Look, man, the you know, flesh putrefies, you know. It's like mm-hmm. <laughs> You know we're all gonna be old and gray and shriveled up. Mm-hmm. So he was of the, of the, you know, of the attitude that
1: it all goes away. Yeah. Looks
0: looks didn't matter. Yeah. to him, it was about how you get along with a person, which was admirable. Yeah, for sure. But I'm like, we're socially engineered, especially this new generation. Uh, again, you're about ten years younger than me, so. You know, when I was in high school, there were no monster booties. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> sure. Now it's normal. Yeah. Yeah. So now you have kids growing up 15, 16, 17 years old. They, they're looking for these abnormally shaped women. Yeah. These Nicki Minaj, Kim Kardashian yeah. types. Oh, yeah. That, that wasn't around when I was no, 16. Yeah, the
1: expectations are crazy warped. Yeah.
0: Crazy warped. And then you find a girl. Who doesn't have this huge figure? But she's got a pretty face, mm-hmm. and she's got an awesome personality, and maybe a dude passes on her because of the attachment to to that idea, that idea, the trophy girlfriend.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: It's pretty warped, man.
1: No, absolutely. I mean, social media doesn't help, and the media doesn't social help. Social media doesn't help. Not at all. Because you want to be, you want to, you know, stunt on your page and have you with the, with the hot chick or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like you're you're the bomb. But I mean, yeah. At the end of the day, it's really how you feel with the other person.
0: Yeah. And the other thing is, I mean, we know by now that when a, when a man has a girlfriend and she's bad, she's beautiful. Yeah. And that goes up on social media. Mm. that puts other women unaware that puts other women on alert that oh he must have something that mm. oh, yeah. i didn't think he had and yeah. then when you break up it's like open season oh yeah and this is very common yeah uh amongst uh, and, and guys a lot some guys know this a confident guy knows this
1: yes yes no it's funny women if you're if you're with the tracked women it's like the rich get richer, right, you know, right. attractive women will want to be with you. Cause well, it's if just like, like a car. What's, what's, what's going on with that? Yeah.
0: It's like a car. If you if you pull up to the party with a BMW, a newer BMW,
1: mm-hmm.
0: everyone's on alert. Yeah. They're like, oh, okay. Yeah. All right, this dude is doing something.
1: Right, right, right. I mean, that's the thing about people is people all filling the dots for you. All you need to do is show what you could, It could be a rental that you got that day. Right. You show up there, they'll think that, oh, you're a big shot, you're a big wig, and they'll do the math for you yep. and, and fill in the blanks and say, oh, he's doing something, he got a business, he's doing something like that. And they'll think higher of you or lower of you based on what you're, what you're using to represent yourself. That's why people like status symbols, you know, Louis Vuitton, brands. Mm. That's why branding is so, well, so one powerful.
0: Of, one of the examples of this is Dan Blazarian. Are you familiar? Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> that dude's wild, yeah.
0: He's, <laughs> he's the new Hugh Hefner, if you will. Yeah, he is. And the difference between him... Is that he's open about it? Mm-hmm. Like he, if you listen to his interviews, he's just like, yeah. Like I, he's like, I, I always have a, you know, a stable of women, mm-hmm. and they want to be with me because they, you know, they they see my riches, they see other women with me. Yeah, he's addicted to sex. He admitted it, mm-hmm. and he can't sleep with the same woman, yeah, for too long. Oh, it's, it's he, a problem. He he has, women. Like for real, for real. Like, oh yeah, like not just two or three women.
1: Like 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 twenty.
0: Twenty at a time.
1: Like twenty at a time is yeah, it's just crazy.
0: But he he. But the thing about him is he's honest about it. True. He's, True. He's completely. He's honest. authentic. Yeah. If a girl if a girl approaches him like if she doesn't even know who he is on Instagram or whatever, he'll just be like he'll he'll tell her mm-hmm. like you know I uh, I mean maybe there's a word for it or something I don't know he's like yeah. I, I keep a stable of women. I'm a sex addict. Yeah. By the way, I'm worth half a billion.
1: Mm -hmm. I mean, mean, once again, if they still want to... He's a playboy for real. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. I mean, I think that's, you know, it's good that he's authentic because, you know, He's not trying to play nobody, which I think that's the, always the best thing to be is authentic and let people know what the deal is. Like, especially if, yeah. you know, times in my life when I haven't wanted to be serious with a woman or I'm just dating around because you get out of a relationship, you don't really want to invest in another one so quickly. So you kind of want to date around. You tell them, hey, not really looking for anything serious right now. Just, you know, looking to I meet believe that's people. called an open relationship. Right, right. And I mean, usually what happens is that, you know, a woman, you know, will like, be cool with it. I mean, someone will be cool with it because they're not looking for anything either and you'll be like, oh wow, this is great and you have fun for a while and then it you know, dissolves or whatever it is and so other women will want something from you because they really like you and then when it doesn't materialize, they'll eventually get annoyed and be like, all right, I'm tired of this this BS and, and, and be out. Um, but it's important because when you get the craziness is when you're like shady and you're saying, no, I love you or no, you're the only one and then like they're seeing activities that doesn't reflect that then they start like chasing you or calling you up or going through your phone and all this type of crazy stuff because they know they're not stupid they know it's something's up they feel it but i mean for him he's authentic um but i mean also you know it can be you know because then it's almost like it's almost like hedonistic because he has all these different women he can't sleep with the same one because he's always looking for the next thing. It's almost like a drug because sure. you're taking a hit of it now and it fills you up right now. But then you, once it, once the feeling subsides, you got to go find more. Right. And you're, you know, you're always chasing after it and it never completely well, sustains you.
0: I understand what you mean, but he don't chase.
1: Oh, well, <laughs> he do, he, he definitely chase. doesn't chase. He doesn't no.
0: chase. They come to him.
1: Oh yeah, definitely. But you have to have a constant supply. It's like a job. Yeah. It's like,
0: it's like, it's like girls apply.
1: Oh Yeah. <laughs> They apply. All wearing the bikini with his logo on it and stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: yeah, It's like, oh, I'm going on a yacht party and I need 20 girls.
1: Yeah.
0: It's wild, He's got man. a great
1: beard, though, man. Let me tell you. <laughs> great beard. Chicks dig the beard. Dan Blazerian.
0: <laughs> go go look him up, listeners. Go look him up. It's interesting. Interesting stuff. He's a fascinating... Um, he would make a good case study. Oh, for sure. You know. Uh, he's not attached. I mean, he's attached to... Sex, right? But he's not attached to any particular person. person, right? And so attachment can be uh deadly, and I hope he breaks his sex addiction eventually. I feel, I feel like but, you
1: find that with with celebrities too, with like famous people or like you know people of you know public figures, where like you know sometimes you'll see them, they'll be in a relationship and then they'll break up and then it's just like on to the next thing. Whereas like you know. Regular lay, lay people, you know, will will be like, right. you know, more attached to things because, you know, there's less coming in. I mean, it's easier to be attached when you have less options. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like a Bilzerian or even like a dairy Jeter or somebody like that, you know, you have more options. So it's just like, oh, you know, she broke up or we broke up, you know, whatever. On to the next thing. Right. You know, there's not necessarily you can really, I guess, you know, focus on the person's personality more, I guess, because. You don't have to be attached, because a lot of people I feel like are attached to people or stay in relationships because of a feeling of scarcity. Because they feel that, oh, you know, I met this girl now, you know, where am I going to get the next one? Or I don't want to go back into the dating world, go back out to the bars and try to meet people or get on, like, a dating app or something and, and try to meet people. Because, like, you know, it's a hassle. It's work. Man,
0: I, got, I got a friend who's married. who I've heard him say that before. Yeah, oh, I'm so glad I'm not in the dating game anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, something along those lines. Yeah, Like, well, I'm not in the dating game either. But I, uh, you know, I don't have a ball and chain,
2: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> I, you know, and, uh, again, it's 50, 50. Yeah. It's 50, 50. It's hit or miss. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was talking to this girl one, one time a few years ago, and we were talking about relationships. She said something that struck a chord with me. Um, she was looking for a relationship mm-hmm. and she said, well, I don't want to be single too long. Because that's going to put me in the pattern of selfishness and not, not being ready to sacrifice with, with a man. Interesting. And, uh, I was like, wow, I was like, I've been single for so long. I'm probably in that pattern yeah. of now I don't even know how yeah. to be in a relationship yeah. when you, when you're, when you're single for
1: years and years, yeah. 10 years.
0: Oh yeah. You're stuck in your ways, mm-hmm. but you love your ways. Yeah, right. <laughs> I love my ways. I <laughs> yeah. can't imagine a woman coming in and, and, you know, messing it Revamping up. it. No. Extreme it's, lifestyle makeover. It's not going to happen. Wow. So, uh, you know, um, Osho used to teach, um, don't, don't get attached to the person at all. And that when your relationship runs course, recognize that Mm. be aware of that Mm. shake hands hug and say it's been real and move on yeah and that's it Mm. if you're not attached you can stay friends
1: yeah you know that's a real hard thing to do though
0: but this is where the level of awareness is yes for somebody like that Mm. okay it's it's
1: I mean, you have to be egoless. You have to be egoless. You have to be egoless. You to be egoless Your because, attachment is gone. Because part of, you know, being in a relationship, you feel like, you know, not that you own that person. I mean, you shouldn't feel like, you, I mean, some some guys Possession. especially, yeah, some guys especially mm. do, you see that very often where they feel like they, or they treat the woman like they own her or like if she does anything. And it could be vice versa to a woman, um, you know, over the man where, you know, he can't do anything or like she gets upset about everything. Yeah. But, you know. It's part of you, even if you're not feeling that ownership or you're not going to that extreme, part of you feels like, oh, you know, this is my person. Like, this is like the person that's for me. Right. And like when that when that doesn't work out anymore, you almost feel like you failed. If the relationship fails, and it's hard to sometimes separate the relationship from yourself and not internalize it because you feel like, oh, I made mistakes or whatever. Or like I wasn't good enough or those thoughts naturally creep into your mind, especially when you have a strong ego mm-hmm. of that oh, this person doesn't like me because I'm not good enough or I'm not, you know, you know, I just wasn't the person I needed to be or what what, what have you. Right. You know? Yeah, yeah. It causes suffering. It causes suffering.
0: Yes, yes, it does. You know, you, you should be able to have a relationship with someone even if it only lasts three months mm. and you get intimate, cuddling, sex, whatever, whatever it is and you should be able to walk away That's part of inner peace. Once you attain inner peace, once you get to that point, nothing will disrupt you. Right. You know, so that ego attachment isn't there. And so that's what I'm trying to help people uh, get to um, with this podcast and with the book and stuff like that.
1: Absolutely. And so that's why
0: I want to talk about that with you. um, Oh, yeah, definitely. And kind of go over all the...
1: (laughs) Nitty gritty. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean the as as I go through different relationships, and I mean the beauty of you know dating around, I always you know my dad and you know my my my, my dad was always big on like hey, you know, cause uh, I mean he did a little dating around, but not really. He got you know he kind of was like forced into like marrying my mom. Where like, my grandfather was like, hey, if you don't marry her, he's going to take her back to Portugal, and then that's it.
0: Well, you're Portuguese, so that's uh, usually Catholic?
1: Yeah, yeah, Roman Catholic, yeah. Yeah, yeah. there so, you go. So very traditional. But like he, ba- they were dating, and he was basically like, I'm going back to Portugal. You don't you don't marry her. She's coming with me, and you're not going to see her again. So he was like, oh, jeez, I got I to do something. So he did. But he told me, he was like, you're not going to be in that situation. You know, go out, meet a lot of different people. There's a lot of different personalities and really like try different things and see what you like, because you're not going to really know who you like or who's for you. If you don't try different personalities, different people and kind of get a sense of who you are, because through each relationship, the beauty of it is that when it doesn't work out, you learn more about yourself, like shortcomings of yourself. You know, you if you hear from enough people about a certain thing, you're like, well, maybe I am kind of a, a, a jerk in this way or you know certain things and maybe maybe there is something i didn't realize about myself but you know for through each thing you you learn about yourself and you learn about other people and what they kind of want or like makes them happy or like how to be a better partner a better lover for your per for uh you know your future partner and um i think it's very big to to try different you know different people or you know not necessarily try different people like using them but you know Meet different people, and and the more people you meet, the more you know th- things you try, the more educated, the more interesting you become as a person, and, and and developed as a person, you grow, but also, you know, knowing that each relationship isn't you, and that you can separate yourself from the relationship. Like this is something I'm in, I'm involved in, but it's not me. Like it's not right. Like it's not a part of me. Like if it doesn't work out, like I'm a failure or I'm, whatever. Well, I always
0: like to say with any situation. It doesn't happen to you. It happens in front of you.
1: Yes. That's a great way to look at it. It's yeah. a really great way. I like that.
0: Yeah. So as we wrap this up, uh, where can somebody come say hi to you on the beloved social media?
1: Oh, on the social media? Um, you can catch me on Instagram at Felipe the Great. Okay. F-E-L-I-P-E. Okay. Same thing on uh, on Twitter.
0: And ladies, he's saying great. So.
1: Yeah, Felipe the Great. You know, that's my <laughs> that's my emperor name. You know what I mean? <laughs> Alexander, I'm Felipe the Great. But yeah. Oh my gosh. Um... But, yeah, catch me there. Uh, Phil Felipe on uh, on Facebook. I'll be out there. I write, I write some funny stuff sometimes. Um, but, yeah.
0: All right, cool. So I'd love to cover religion with you, too, one of these days.
1: Sure. Anytime, man. Yeah. So Appreciate you having me on.
0: No doubt. If you're looking for more info, go to DrReese.com. That's Dr. spelled out. And I'll talk to you on the next episode. Thanks for listening to Inner Peace with Dr. Reese. If this episode
2: opened your heart, feel free to share on social media
0: and tell your loved ones. Also, be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Until next time,
2: may peace be with you.